You're listening to the Elevate Podcast, the official podcast of the Coastal LA Singles Ministry, where our focus is reaching up, reaching in, and reaching out. How's everybody doing tonight? Like DK was saying, my name is Jonathan Galvan, and it's an honor to be here and doing the lesson tonight from the book that we've been reading, The End of Me. And just to recap a little bit of the things that we've been talking about the book, last week, Stephen did a great job talking about, you know, those things that are impossible. And I don't know if you were here, but I was motivated to think about something that feels impossible. And one of the things for me that felt so impossible was working out and losing some weight. So, during the week, I woke up to exercise. And I was like, wow, that's a miracle. That seems so impossible, right? With the schedule, with work, and with so many other things that come with life. So that's what we're up for tonight. Hopefully the lesson tonight could speak to you and help you change an area in your life. Because that's what we come here on midweeks. To make, to listen to the word of God and hopefully could change something and encourage us. Within that, let's pray. Dear God, what a privilege to be with my brothers and my sisters, with my friends and people that are visiting probably for the first time or second time or many times, God, just to hear your word, to be encouraged, to be challenged, to be just moved into a new place in our lives, God. I pray that tonight could be the end of me, the end of everybody here in a specific area in our hearts, in our minds, God. So we put all these things in your hands, and I literally just move out of the way, and I let your spirit drive, God. I love you, and in your name, Jesus Christ, I pray. Amen. So many of you guys might not know me, but those that know me, you probably know what I'm going to be talking about too. The Spanish ministry. But before I even get there, I wanted to talk about the chapter that we're talking about tonight. And my screen is not working there, so work with me. If you guys see something in the back, say amen. amen. All right. So it is working then. Disqualify to be chosen. So when you read those three words, when you see the sentence, what comes to your mind? Help me out here. Some volunteers. What's the, what comes into your mind when you read that? Yes. Fail. Yes. Yes. What was that again? You're out. Yes. Yes, Steve. It doesn't make sense. So they give me a title that doesn't make sense. And sometimes, because I have to translate words and things like that, because Spanish is my first language, I got to make sure that it makes sense what's there, right? So I asked my boss, I asked my brother, and they say the same thing. It doesn't make sense. You could put other words that might make more, much more sense. But if we break it down a little bit, what about disqualify? When you think about disqualify, what comes into your mind? Yes. You made a mistake. Yes. A race and you're disqualified. Yes. Ooh, big one. And it hurts when you lose the money. Yes. 
Not good enough. Absolutely. And one of the TV shows that kind of inspired me, and I was like, man, you could really, really get disqualified, American Idol. So I have some epic disqualifications that I wanted to share with you tonight. Can I do that? Here we go. It was fantastically terrible, Julie, but, yeah, um... Yeah, right. She pays, she pays. Oh, baby, but she moves, she moves. I go crazy cause she looks like a flop, but she stings like a bee. Like every girl in history. She pays, she pays. I'm wasted by the way Thank she... Thank you. <laughs> you can't sing, you can't dance. So what do you want me to say? And you know, I have no professional training of singing. No. As I look into your eyes, I tell you what I see. Girl, you're the one I'm going to keep in my dreams. I want to hold you close. Give you everything, girl, I'm going to let you know. You know me wearing my diamond ring. I want to keep you in my heart. Show you what I mean. Girl, you're the one I've seen in my dreams. You want to hear the chorus? No, I couldn't hear anymore. Okay. <coughs> Best singer in America. Oh, yeah. Right. I can honestly say you are the worst singer in America. Really? Truthfully... Well, that's my first audition. So. Well, I'm not surprised it should be your last. I made it through the wind and Somehow I made it through it all. Didn't know how lost I was until I found you. I was beat and complete. I've been had, I was sad, blue, but you made me feel. Yeah, you made me feel shiny and new, like a virgin. Touch for the very first time Like a virgin With your heartbeat Okay. Mixed in. Do you do another song? Okay, I'm gonna do I Wanna Dance With Somebody. Okay. Clock strikes upon the hour And the sun begins to fade Still enough time to figure out how to chase my blues away. Keith. Yeah? Um, last year I described someone as being the worst singer in America. I think you're possibly the worst singer in the world, based on that performance. And I'm absolutely serious. I've never, ever heard anything like that in my life. Ever. Keith, that was horrific, man. What about that to be disqualified? 
And that's what I'm glad that I, I'm here preaching and not singing. Because that will be me right there. So, so one of the quotes that I got from the book, I'm going to have to turn my head here. Hold on a second here. Okay, we're good. Okay, so the book says, we've seen how God meets people at the end of their, themselves and gives them a new beginning. So that's kind of what we're talking about today, that for some reason in life, people get, get disqualified. And the book, the chapter talks about specifically three people, two in the Bible, and one of them is Paul before known as Saul. And he goes into a description in how this guy used to kill Christians. And now he's coming back, wanting to be part of them. And now he wants to even preach the word. And he wants to make an influence with the Christians. But this guy was completely, like, disqualified. And now he wants to make a difference. Why? Because he was chosen. The same thing goes with Peter. He talks about the story of Peter. You know, he's like, I'll die for you, Jesus. I'm with you. But then years later, after he denies Jesus and lets Jesus down, you see the guy going back to his job, just fishing, going about his day. Forget, you know, he forgot that he wanted to make a difference. And I was like, man, I could relate. I could totally relate with that. You know, there was a time, you know, I wanted to make a difference. I thought, oh, I could change the world. And this is the amazing thing, that it was nine years ago, in this same place, that it was my first midweek as a Christian. Nine years ago, I was sitting in one of those chairs. And I didn't know much about religion. I didn't even know much about our church. But I was just fired up because I felt like I was being chosen by God. Just to have a relationship with Him. And for some reason, it makes sense back then. So it was so cool. That's what I remember. Just being here sitting there, not really making a difference, but with a lot of dreams. Maybe this chapter might speak to you. Where, where you are in your life, you might feel disqualified for something that might, you might have felt called by God in one point in your life. But hopefully, through the scriptures, through the different stories, you might feel that you have been chosen. And that's the hope tonight. One of the scriptures out. Uh, I wanted to share with you that talks about disqualified to be chosen. First Peter, chapter 2, verse 9 to 10. And as you get there, I'll put it on the screen for you as well. And I mentioned how I was here nine years ago. But before I got here, I remember feeling so disqualified just when I graduated from high school. Because I was born in Mexico, and I came here when I was 12. I didn't get my documents until a couple of years. So graduating from high school, I couldn't even apply to college. And I have friends talking about college. Oh, I'm going to this college. I'm going there. I'm going here. Honestly, I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do with my life. But the reality, that I felt disqualified. That was the real feeling inside. What I didn't know that it was on the community college that I actually went to that the brother will reach out to me. That the person that God used to bring me today to this place was going to be at that place where I felt disqualified. I remember people joking around that 
Harbor College was th uh, 13th grade of Banning High School. That it was the continuation of Banning High School. So that's where I went. But that's what God had in store for me. So I don't know. You might feel like that in your life. Like, I might be disqualified. But perhaps that's where you could be chosen. And that's what we're going to learn tonight. Look at what the scripture says. But you are the ones chosen by God. Chosen for the high calling of priestly work. Chosen to be a holy people. God's instruments to do His work and speak out for Him. To tell others of the day and night difference He made for you. From nothing to something. From rejected to accepted. Translated into from disqualified to chosen. And I put the symbol here, disqualified. Because tonight we're learning and even getting in touch with disqualified. And you might not use that word because it, it's even confusing, like Steve said. But you might feel other emotions. You might feel less than. You might feel, I don't have what it takes. So therefore, I don't do what God has put in my heart to do. We might use other vocabulary to do that. And it's, it's, it's a journey. I think we all go to ups and downs. And I feel that God put this lesson in my heart for us as a singles ministry because right now, I think a singles ministry, we need to feel chosen again. As a group. That God chose us for something big. That we're not just disqualified and by default, we are here in the singles ministry. I felt like that before. So I share with you guys, you know, sitting here and so excited and finally, I get into college. I got more excited. And Jeremiah 29, 11 totally makes sense. God, plans, you know, God has plans for you to prosper you, not to harm you. And it was exciting times. You know, once I go into the campus ministry, because I got baptized in the singles. Things kind of change around. You know, things got difficult. And then I capture a dream. I'm like, I don't care if it's difficult. I'm going to stick to it. And I'm going to make something awesome out of this ministry. But when I was in that ministry, captured even a dream to maybe be a campus ministry. I was disqualified from the ministry. Like I remember, not on those words, but hey, bro, I think it's time for you to go to the singles. And it was okay. But in my heart, I felt like I still wanted to give. In my heart, I felt like I still have a mission here. And then I got myself into a mess spiritually. So I couldn't even fight to stay there. I was in my lowest point, one of my lowest points spiritually. And then my driver's license expires. Couldn't even drive anymore. Couldn't even, I, I didn't even have a job. Talk about feeling disqualified. It was so hard. It was so hard. But for some reason, I had a little bit of hope. But it was a really, really hard time in my life. And then, God came to the rescue. 
Ministerio en Español. It was the only one close to my house. So if I'm so excited about the Spanish ministry, don't think that that was like, oh, my dream when I graduate, I'm going to the Spanish ministry. But God had a plan for me. God has chosen something for me. So let me ask you, what's the plan, the dream, that you know that God has chosen you for? And what are the things that disqualify you today? I'll tell you how I used to disqualify myself. This was the ministry I wanted to be in. Because I got baptized here. Because I graduated from college. So I wanted to be in the South Bay ministry. I say I don't relate with anybody in that picture. They're all older than me. But God had a dream for me. And I didn't even know. So it was me who was disqualifying for God's plan. And I find so much comfort in scriptures where I, where I realize that it was not only Peter or Saul that we talked about earlier today, but it was, there were other characters in the Bible that disqualified themselves. Because it was during this time in my life that I learned one thing. And it was that God was my friend. That my relationship with God was like above everything else. And that's what led me into the scripture here, that James 15, 15 to 17. And if it doesn't read the same as your Bible, because that's the message Bible. So this is what Jesus told his disciples. I no longer call you servants, because a servant does not know his master's business. Instead, I have called you friends. For everything I learned from my father, I have made it known to you. You did not choose me. I chose you. And I point you so you might go and bear fruit. Fruit that will last. Um, and so whatever you ask in my name, the Father will give you. This is my command. Love each other. And I remember going into this relationship again. And when you go into this point in your life, there's no space for rejection. There's no space in your heart to feeling like, you know, like you're out. Because if there's one thing that I learned, even, you know, if I went through whatever I went through church, God never got rid of me or moved me on to another place. But God was like, hey, you're my friend. And if you could take one message tonight, that's the one message. God wants to be your friend. And that's, I think, the motivation that is going to help us to feel chosen again. That we're not here because your disciple is going to call you. That you're not here among each other just because you've been a disciple for so many years and this is what you do. But you're here because God loves you and God is your father and your friend. And because he wants us to love one another. That when we're here, you know, the fellowship, the love, you know, among each other is awesome. That's what it's about. We're not disqualifying one another, but we're chosen. And I find that so inspiring that you're chosen. Do you feel chosen tonight? Well, I want to use Judas as an example. Because even Judas, in his worst, 
he was not disqualified by Jesus. And I'll show you scripture here. Matthew 26, 48 to 50 says, Now the betrayer had arranged a, sign, a signal with them. The one I kiss is the man. Arrest him. Going at once to Jesus, Judas said, Greetings, Rabbi, and kiss him. Jesus replied, Do what you came for, friend. How about that for the record? Even when Judas, at his worst, betraying Jesus, and Jesus did not disqualify him as his friend. So you might feel like that. I am in my worst. How can I even be qualified to be here? How can I even be qualified? How can I even wake up and have a time with God when I don't even want to connect with Him? When I have betrayed Him. And I love the scripture because even the writer Matthew calls him the betrayer. I was thinking about that. How the, even the writer of that book calls Judas the betrayer. But it's so beautiful how Jesus calls him friend. Is that the Jesus that you believe in? Is that the Jesus that motivates you to do great things? I hope that could be the fire to help us to feel chosen and stay committed. Now, what are the things that disqualify us? This is what disqualified Judas. Judas, the one who betrayed him, realized that Jesus was doomed. Overcome with remorse, he gave back the 30 silver coins to the high priest, saying, I sinned. I betray an innocent man. They say, what do we care? That's your problem. Judas threw the silver coins into the temple and left. Then he went out and hanged himself. Who disqualified who? It was himself. So awesome that we're here and no one disqualifies us but ourselves. How cool is that? That we don't have to live a Christianity like American Idol. But we could live a Christianity that is motivated by a relationship with God and the love for one another. Doesn't that fire you up to want to be here on midweek? To want to study the Bible with people? But I'll be honest, it's not as easy. I remember even Wednesday, I, got, I mean, last Sunday, I got a chance to preach. And before I went there, I was already disqualifying myself. Man, I should have called my friend to set up a Bible study. Man, I should have done this. I should have done that. And it's the little voice that keeps beating me up. I don't know if that happened to you guys. But it happens to me all the time. And that's the new voice that God has for you today. Hey, I'm your friend. I want you to love one another. And why are we here? Because of that. Because we love one another. And I'll confess, during my lowest time, I didn't even come to Midway. I remember Eddie. Where's Eddie? Here's somewhere. He was my discipler back when I first moved to the Spanish ministry. And he challenged me. He's like, bro, are you going to be committed or not? I'd rather go play soccer back then. So I was playing soccer on Midwicks. 
because I felt so disqualified. I didn't feel passion and I didn't want to be here. I know there's times that we come here and we're tired. But it's all right. We're here because we love God and because we love one another. And I couldn't go without sharing another of my big disqualifications. My love life. As a single man, I remember, I'm like, if everything is working out for me, nine years ago, sitting there, I'm like, I'm going to be dating a beautiful woman next month. (laughs) Two months later, I was still single. (laughs) A year later, single. Two years later, single. By the third year, I got it. I'm like, I think I got to change something in me. I guess my Rico Suave techniques were not working, you know. <laughs> so I started working more in myself and, and learning like, okay, God, what does it mean to be a godly man? Uh, what does it mean this? And reading books and getting a lot of help. And, you know, because brothers were even scaring sisters away from me. Like, stay away from that brother. <laughs> I was like, man... So, four years, five years, then six years. And I'm sure many might feel so disqualified in that area in your life. And I felt at one point, man, it's so hard to date in this church. Why do they make it so difficult? But you know, God always has a plan. And I'm glad I kind of listened to his way, not my way. Because I wanted to share a quick video, something that has happened in my life. And then I'll close it up in how that relates with being chosen and what I learned through this journey. Oh, before I go there, let me come back here. Because the previous ministry was the Spanish ministry and there were a lot of needs. And even when I look at the picture, it was really difficult. But now, this was our ministry putting a service together. And I see vision for this man going into other cities, countries, with special missions, money, and so many other things. Starting new churches in Spanish. Taking the message to the people that didn't want to go preach. And I felt so disqualified, but so chosen. Maybe this is your group, and you feel like so small, I don't know if something's going to happen. And it's not like it's the, like a huge group, but for me, it's the greatest group in the world. Even today, it's one of the sisters' bat, um, spiritual birthday, Vanessa. And I wouldn't change it for the whole world. But it was a journey to get there for sure. Okay, here we go. This is the video.
now. Do you think I knew how to do this? No way. You know, the Rico's probably had to go away, and I had to get a lot of training from a lot of people, and, and it was hard. It was many times feeling rejected, many times feeling so many feelings. But, you know, I think the best feeling is being chosen. Because I remember planning this and planning and planning and planning. And through that journey, learning what it is to choose somebody. And even understanding the heart of God, what He has done for even you to be here at this moment. What it is for you to even one day even learn about Him and becoming a disciple. It wasn't a coincidence. Where you were born, your friends, everything and everybody. I mean, this was only six months of planning and it was a lot. God planned your whole life to choose you. I, I'm, it just, it's incredible to know that God has those plans for you and He chose you for amazing things. And I'll close down with the scripture. You know. Dear brothers and sisters, that God loves you and has chosen you to be His own people. Like God chose you. If you can remember something, you're not disqualified. You're chosen. And I'm going to put the questions up there so you guys have amazing discussion with your group. And, what he, and really talks about these topics. And the questions are the following. Describe a time that you felt so disqualified to even try the second one is a question from the book that says, more than anything, I want God to use me too. What is it that you want God to use you for? And just pray for those things so people, even yourself, that disqualify you from being chosen. Thank you so much. I love you, my brothers, singles, my and sisters. You've just listened to the Elevate Podcast. For more information about our ministry, please visit elevatecoastal.com.